The WBEN All Local. All Local. Produced by Randy Bushover. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside right now, clouds, some fog in the area, 62 degrees in Buffalo. In the city of Buffalo, five of nine Common Council district seats were being contested in Democratic primaries. In the Ellicott District, advisor to Assembly Majority Leader Crystal People Stokes, Leah Halton-Pope, won the primary for the seat being vacated by Council President Darius Pridgen. In the Lovejoy District, incumbent Councilman Brian Bowman won, incumbents Joe Golumbek and Rashid Wyatt won primaries in the North and University Districts. And in the Maston District, WBEN's Max Ferry has more on the race between Zanetta Everhart and India Walton. Zanetta Everhart has claimed victory over former Buffalo mayoral candidate India Walton in the Democratic primary on Tuesday for the Maston District seat for Buffalo Common Council. We are going to do work in this community. We are going to transform this community. I will not do this alone. I've said that from the beginning. This is about us. We are going to make sure that government functions in the city the way that it should. Everhart is not only a East Buffalo resident, she comes with experience. Having served East Buffalo and surrounding areas as New York State Senator Tim Kennedy's Director of Diversity and Inclusion and lobbying in Washington, she reminds the public that she's just getting started. I've already been successful in connecting people on the east side of Buffalo with those connections that I've made. I've been doing this work. I am a bridge builder and that's what I'm going to continue to do. Zanetta will still have to face Walton in the general election come November as Walton is on the working families line. She also has to defeat Murray Holman on the conservative line. If she is successful, she could be one of the first females holding a council member position on the council since 2014. You can hear the full remarks of Everhart at WBEN.com. This is Max Ferry for WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. Elsewhere around western New York, in Niagara Falls, incumbent mayor Rob Restino won in a three-way Democratic primary by picking up more than 45% of the vote. Restino will face Carl Kane, a former Niagara Falls deputy police chief, in the general election. In the Erie County Legislature, the 10th District Republican primary between Jim Malchowski, Lindsay Larigo, too close to call. The two are separated by just... 33 votes, with some mail-ins and absentees still to be counted. Larigo has won in the Conservative Party primary, in which only 303 people cast ballots. In the 4th District Conservative primary, incumbent John Barnese was defeated by Scott Marshazuski. On Grand Island, Michael Madigan wins the Republican primary for supervisor. Full election results can be found over at WBEN.com. In other news, Buffalo's Common Council, still active in its current form on primary day, denied the downtown Bray Miller Market a $562,000 forgivable loan that the market had requested. The city said the money would come from a pool of funding that was used to support small businesses during the pandemic. No final decision, though, on what will happen with that money or on the future of Bray Miller downtown. Wildfire smoke expected back here in western New York. An air quality alert in effect until midnight. Winds coming out of the north. Air quality values could reach the unhealthy level at different points today. DEC Commissioner Basil Segos with the latest. Western New York, again, um, western New York is looking to be in the unhealthy range. Again, that's the 151 to 200 range. 
and that includes Cattaraugus, Chautauqua, Erie, Genesee, Niagara, and Orleans. More than 300 active wildfires right now around Quebec. Something to watch out for today. I noticed last night, like after the dinner hour, it seemed like the smoky conditions were already coming in. Haziness yeah. uh, out there. Right. I, I didn't really see. I was too, you know, upset of not being able to see any flyover because of oh, all the clouds that, and rain and know, everything I, like that. So That was a bummer. Just a couple of days here where you don't have the best conditions for hanging out outside. The travel nightmare for much of the country is dragging on because of severe weather. Ground stops imposed across the Northeast, causing more than 2,000 cancellations and 7,000 delays yesterday alone. And then there's the wildfires in Canada bringing more poor air quality to other parts of our country. People from Wisconsin to Chicago seeing the worst air quality in the world yesterday. That smoke now moving east. Meanwhile, in the south, the historic heat wave now entering a third week is driving up emergency room visits. The Texas power grid broke an all-time record yesterday for electricity demand. The oppressive heat even breaking records at night with low temperatures still in the 80s. That's Lionel Moyes reporting. All right, so uh, we're watching out for that. We'll be hearing the latest from Josh coming up in just a few moments. Former President Trump offering a new explanation for that audio recording quoted in the indictment related to his handling of classified documents. Trump telling ABC's Rachel Scott, if you want to know the truth, it was bravado. I was talking and just holding up papers and talking about them, but I had no documents. Trump spoke to Rachel after ABC News aired the recording from a meeting at Trump's New Jersey Golf Club in 2021 in which Trump described a document he says was compiled by former Trump Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley outlining a potential attack on Iran. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. <laughs> secret. All right, that's Justin Finch with the report. The first round of the NHL draft is tonight. The Sabres hold the 13th overall pick. WBEN's Brayton Wilson said a Western New York native is among those who hope to hear their name called. Here's to Grazia, over to Musty, open ice for Musty, he scores! And it's another goal for Quinton Musty. Hamburg native Quinton Musty is certainly hopeful to hear his name called to the stage on Wednesday night in Nashville as a first-round pick in the 2023 NHL Draft. Musty is a former number one overall pick of the Sudbury Wolves in the OHL Draft a couple of years back and put up 78 points in 53 games this past season in his draft year. While he's not expected to be a top 10 prospect in this year's draft class, NHL pundits like NHL.com's Adam Kimmelman feel Musty will go somewhere in the range of pick 20 to 32. You know, there's a lot to like there. He's strong, and that's what you kind of see when you see him off the ice. There's some development to him, and not every 18-year-old kid is physically developed. You know, I like the skating. I like the edge he brings to the game. The shot could use a little bit of work, but I think there's a lot to like there. Musty was ranked 14th overall by NHL Central Scouting among North American players available in this year's draft. Former Sabres winger and fellow Western New York native Patrick Coletta coached Musty during his junior years with the Buffalo Junior Sabres program. He says Musty has some tremendous talent that makes him an offensive threat every time he steps on the ice. You can kind of see it even at the younger age groups of him being head and shoulders and the way he saw the game and the way he shot and his physical ability with his size. He's a number one power play guy. You know, you need to score a goal. He's out there. And, you know, if I'm looking at it in reverse, if I'm playing against him, I'm making sure I have someone defensively responsible out there to try to control him. More on Musty ahead of Wednesday night's first round of the NHL draft is available for you online. Break.
WilsonWBEN.com News. All right, uh, Brayton, thank you. So first round tonight, the rest of it is tomorrow night. Sabres pick 13th. The uh, Sabres also released their schedule for the upcoming season yesterday. You can you circle s- a few dates. Um, I haven't really like gone through it yet because, you know, they just throw it out there, right? right. It's like, like three o'clock on a Tuesday. Okay. You've got time to digest this. you got a little bit of time and uh, looking through. The one thing I was looking for was like, all right, are there any like Bills, Sabres, road trips? Not really. That's uh, unfortunate. But oh well. Uh, You can see the full schedule over at WBEN.com. The exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls for hazy, smoke-filled skies this afternoon. We'll see highs in the mid-70s and lower humidity. Fair skies, but with patchy smoke tonight, overnight lows will be in the upper 50s. Filtered sunshine going into tomorrow with highs near 80. Turning more humid on Friday with a chance of a passing shower and partly sunny skies. We'll see highs in the low 80s. A few showers and thunderstorms arrive for the holiday weekend with highs in the mid-80s on Saturday and near 80 on Sunday. With the exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. I'm meteorologist Mary Beth Roble. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown joining us live this morning on WBEN. The primary is in the books, Mayor. We've got Everhart, Halton Pope winning seats yesterday on the Maston and Ellicott districts for their respective primaries and three Buffalo Common Council incumbents. What did you make of the results in the city? Uh, good morning, Susan and Brian. Uh, the results in the city uh, showed that uh, the voters in the city of Buffalo in the Democratic primary want people who are pragmatic, uh, people who will work together to get things done, uh, people who have an understanding of how government works and how to use that process to improve the lives of residents. So looking at the new makeup of the council, how do things change, if at all? I mean, we have a longtime council president now stepping down after this term. It's going to change about six months from now. Is it a drastic change, a minor change? How are you viewing it? Well, first, let me say that these were primary elections, so there still will be general elections in November. And I would recommend that primary winners that face general election challenges not take anything for granted. The council president, Darius Pridgen, uh, very experienced. He will be stepping down. Uh, That certainly uh, will have some impact. Uh, uh, Leah Halton Pope, uh, she goes on to win in November. Um, uh, brings significant experience from Albany as senior advisor to Assembly Majority Leader Crystal People-Stokes. Zanetta Everhart, if she goes on to win in November, uh, brings significant Albany experience uh, from her work with State Senator Tim Kennedy. those uh, experiences that they bring can be very helpful uh, in bringing more attention and more resources from Albany to the city of Buffalo. It's also uh, important to note that for the first time in about 10 years, uh, there will be a woman or women on the city council 
and having those important voices included in the debate and the discussion will also be very important. Mayor, what about you? There have been some questions in recent months about whether or not you will fill out your full fifth term as mayor. Do you want to offer anything on that this morning? Well, you know, as I keep saying, my my focus is on the city of Buffalo continuing to move our city forward, uh, working hard to, to make sure that we're seeing progress, investment, job creation in every single section of our city. Uh, During my entire tenure as mayor, uh, there have been other opportunities. There have been other offers. uh, But I love the job as mayor. Uh, Deeply appreciate the confidence that voters have placed in me. And I worked hard every day uh, to improve our city, to improve our region. And I plan on continuing to do that. Mayor, yesterday the Common Council uh, voted to not give a loan, a forgivable loan, to Bray Miller Market downtown. Uh, kind of leaves questions, uh, one, as to what's going to happen with that pool of funding uh, used to support small businesses, and also, two, what might happen to the Bray Miller Market. What did you think of the Council's decision, and where do you think Bray Miller goes from here? I was disappointed in that decision. Bray Miller Market is very important in providing fresh food to residents living on the Lower West Side, the Lower East Side, and our growing downtown community. Having a market downtown is important to continuing to grow the downtown community and create the 24-7 live-work play environment that we want in downtown that benefits the entire city and the entire region, helps us to attract more jobs for our residents, better paying jobs for our residents. So I am hopeful uh, that the council will take another look at this and reconsider. Uh, You know, I don't take council members to task uh, for voting in a way that they, they think is right. Uh, hopefully we can provide them with more information and have them take another look at this. What about other small businesses in the city that were hopeful for funding from this this grant? Uh, well, significant small businesses received grant funding in the city. Uh, there were a number of different um, uh, funding allocations that were made to small businesses. In fact, the city and our economic development department aggressively uh, sent out information to small businesses throughout the city of Buffalo, uh, notifying them of the availability of the funds. Uh, This was a process where businesses had to apply. And uh, for the most part, uh, the applications that came in were exhausted. So this is not in any way going to hurt small business, going to shortchange small business. In fact, the city is looking at setting up another uh, process uh, with funds available to assist small businesses in the city. Uh, Small businesses are the backbone of our country. We want to see them grow. 
they put people to work. Oftentimes, small businesses in communities are operated by the residents that live there. They're critically important to the economy of our neighborhoods, of our city, of our region. So we absolutely will be doing more as well uh, to support small businesses throughout the city of Buffalo. Hey, Mayor, as always, appreciate the time this morning. Thank you. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.